The following segment is sponsored by Daniel A. White and Associates. It does not necessarily reflect the views of WDEL or Forever Media. Rick Jensen. On 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. Oh, I've been a client of Dan White's, actually. He's a specialist in financial planning, focusing on retirement income. And uh, I've been a client of his for, uh, for a long, long time. I'm glad to have him along because last year, uh, we're looking at the markets. He said, you know, um, he, what he was studying was showing that we're looking for a dip. We're looking for a, a and it may, it may hang out for a while. So, uh, Dan... Thanks for being on the show. It was, uh, I think, October of last year that uh, you and I were talking, and I said, yeah, you know what? Um, with all my 401k rollovers into a retirement uh, IRA, I've always been 80% in the markets, plus what I do with you, right? And then uh, yeah. and, and I said, I'm, I'm looking at the Fed. They're talking about raising rates like three or four times. Turns out it's probably going to be six. And... I sold off. I'm in. I'm 20 percent in the market now. <laughs> I'm so happy. I really am. Yeah. By January 1st of this year, um, and the hardest thing was for me to hire to, to fire some of these uh, really really good companies that had been making money for me. You know, like Nvidia and some of the others. But whew, man, I you can't, uh, you, can't uh, you can't get married to a to a particular position. You really can't. And I'm. It, I saved thousands of dollars. Thou I mean, thousands and thousands. Because remember in. Uh, in 2008, 2008 to 2011, um, I made a lot of money because I took a lot more risks right at the recession. Yep. In fact, a friend of mine who's a stockbroker said, well, Jensen, any idiot could have made money then. And I said, yeah, I'm one of those idiots. You know, and then <laughs> they did other things, as you know, like real estate and such like that. And, man, I'm even worried about uh, what's happening with that bubble, too. So I don't even know how, how, how much has the market lost from, like, the end... I'd say like like the middle of 2021 till now. I probably have to have to re yeah. take a look at that. It's yeah, they're all they're all kind of they're all kind of in a bear market. I mean the the S and P and the Dow are probably down not close to 20 percent. The Nasdaq is definitely over 20 percent, and and some stocks within the Nasdaq are down 50, 70, 80 percent. So. Uh, it's taken a it's taken a haircut in some situations. Yeah, I was watching Jim Cramer. Oh, don't, don't leave the market! Don't leave the market! Thanks, pal. You know, I'm glad I didn't listen to him. <laughs> and, and he's even now saying, "Well, don't leave the market." No, I mean, guess if you're going to buy, if you're young, like you're in your 30s, 20s, or 30s right now, it actually might make a yeah. make sense to easily be buying into some good, solid companies right now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it all depends on your station in life. I mean, you know, if you're if you're 65 years old, you know, you don't have 15 years, you know, for this thing to come back. But yeah, if you're in your 20s and 30s, yeah, you ought to be in the market. But you know, when you talk with folks about financial planning and such, it's it's not always about investing in the markets or you know, uh, preserving your money and all that. It's often about uh, different strategies and techniques to also, uh, you know. I guess uh, invest in like uh, deferred or preferred tax instruments, and and to move money in such a way that'll benefit you based upon the market. For example, I know you want to talk about how your IRA can help you if you're a first-time home buyer. It's already hard enough to be a first-time home buyer right now. The market's incredible. It's a housing bubble. It's an incredible yeah. supply shortage-driven uh, market, and that's. I don't know how it's going to fall, but it's going to have to. But there are people who are younger, millennials, Gen Zs, who say, you know what? My biological clock is ticking. We want to have kids. We want to have a house. we got to do it. 
Yeah, it's it's tough because, as you said, Rick, the real estate market is about as hot as we've ever seen it today, and it's very challenging, especially for first-time home buyers. You know, your IRA savings are intended for retirement, not to buy a house, but it may be your biggest asset, and you may need to uh, use some of your IRA funds to make home ownership happen. There is a special break in the tax code that can help you. So. Usually if you're under age 59 and a half and you take money from your IRA, you're going to be hit with not only taxes but also a 10% early distribution penalty. However, there is an exception if you're looking to take the leap and purchase your first home. The 10% penalty does not apply to any IRA distribution that you use to buy or build a primary residence if you are a first-time home buyer. And you can also use those monies to pay for settlement costs, closing costs, and financing fees. So the caveat, and this gets interesting too, is who is considered to be a first-time home buyer? And this might surprise you as well. You qualify as a first-time home buyer if you haven't owned a house in two years. Really? So even if you previously owned a home but you sold it five years ago and you've been renting an apartment ever since, you qualify. Now, if you're married, your spouse also cannot have owned a home in the past two years. But And you can also use your IRA money to help a family member, a child, with a home purchase if they meet the definition of a first-time buyer. Now, the caveat as well is there's a lifetime limit of $10,000 on penalty-free distributions that you use for the first-time purchase. So if you and your spouse both have IRAs and you both qualify as first-time home buyers, each of you could take ten thousand out for a total of twenty. If you take out more than ten thousand, the amount above the ten thousand is not going to be exempt from that ten percent penalty. And once you use up the lifetime limit to ten grand, then you can't use it again. Why the heck would they make it that? I mean, if you're going to put down twenty percent on a three hundred thousand uh, dollar house, okay, <laughs> there's sixty grand. What? What the hell? Well, they're just trying to give you a little boost, you know, that, hey, you can take a little. I mean, let's face it, you, you, I'm a big advocate, you know, because you got to pay tax on the money anyway. So think about it. If you're pulling 60 grand out of your IRA, you know, you're, you're adding 60 grand to your income. You're going you're gonna to get hit with the tax bill. So oh, you're limited yeah. to 10000 Yeah, you still got to pay the taxes on it. And you have to use the distribution within 120 days from the day you receive it to buy your first home. So. If things get jammed up and the home purchase is delayed or canceled, you know, you got to roll those funds back into an IRA. Instead of having 60 days, you have 120 days from the date of the distribution to do this rather than the normal 60-day period for ro rolling that money back into an IRA. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, it's though. You, you yeah. think about this. Let's say you each one got to take out ten grand, $20,000, but you got to pay taxes on that money. No penalty if you buy a yeah. house with it, right? Taxes on that money. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen people all the time in my end of the spectrum. You know, I'll see people. Hey, I want to buy a house at the beach. I'm going to pull a hundred grand out of my IRA, my four hundred one k. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, not only do you got to pay tax on the hundred, you're not going to get a hundred. You're going to get about seventy, but you're robbing your retirement fund. You know, to buy to buy a beach house. I mean, I've seen people do it. I mean, I'm not saying it's the right or the wrong move, but I. It's not something that we advocate. I think if you got money in non-qualified, non-retirement accounts, you know, retirement funds are retirement funds and ought to be used for retirement, not to buy real estate. See, that's what I'm thinking. So if you're making, like, I don't know, what is it, 86 to 160, something like that, you're in the 24% tax bracket, federal. 
Mm-hmm. 24%. Yeah. So you're paying 24% for your money. Yeah. There, there's got to be yeah. a place where you can get a better deal than that. And not, and not only that, not only that, but again, what? How much did you save for retirement? And now you're raiding the kitty. You know, you're 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 kind of you know you're you're pushing ahead consumption is what you're doing, and you're and you're raiding the kitty, so you're going to have less money for retirement. And yeah, yeah, you can sit on the porch all day at the beach, I guess. But uh, yeah, you can get credit card deal for better than twenty four percent. You know, exactly. Play. exactly. I need twenty five credit cards. Why I'm going to buy a house, and it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's less than my income tax bracket. Yeah. Um, although I will share this story when it comes to borrowing money stuff. Um, I had an uncle who would buy this uh, whole life insurance policies. Right. Just keep paying, paying, paying. It pays dividends to itself, and it pays itself off after an, a number of years, a great number of years. You know what he did? He he would uh, he bought these life insurance policies, and again, it's a long time ago. He did this back in like the nineteen sixties and the nineteen seventies, and the policies would be like you know a twenty five thousand dollar policy here, a thirty thousand dollar policy. They're not big ones, but he had a bunch of them. I guess he had a friend in the business. He would take loans out of that to buy a car. He said, "Well, I'm just paying yeah. myself back," yeah. and he would pay it back. He would he would do that. He would yeah. he would he would do that. He said, "Well, I'm going to buy a car." I, he would take the money out of the life insurance policies, uh, plural, and uh, like two of them or something like that, and and then pay them back. It was interest he paid to himself, so that the uh, the policies wouldn't crash. And I thought that was kind of interesting. No, no, you can absolutely do that. That's some of the tax uh, the tax favorable tax treatment of life insurance is you can borrow from the policy it's not a taxable event and and again then you're paying it back but with interest but you're paying it back into your own account so yeah. um, similar to 401ks you can take loans from 401ks as well and they'll charge you interest but then you have to pay it back and but you're paying it back into your own account so there are some there are some uh some ways you can work around this but uh again this is just a little twerk in the tax code and allows you to grab a you know if you're a little short Coming up on settlement, you don't know where you're going to come up with another, you know, five or ten grand. This this could be an avenue that would help you. Yeah, there you go. Dan White, financial planner specializing in retirement income. Also host of On the Money, Sunday mornings at 7. What's on this weekend? Yeah, we're actually starting a, uh, a two-part series. We just came in and did this the other day, and it's uh, it's about happiness in retirement. What makes people happy in retirement? So it's two parts. And uh, I think if you tune in, it's going to be interesting what you ought to be doing with your money in order to maintain happiness throughout retirement. What would make you happy? You're never going to retire, dude. You love what you do. That's the thing. <laughs> your your happiness in retirement would be helping people with their financial planning part-time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you're absolutely right, Rick. I do like what I do. So, I mean, I, I, I don't see my wife says, oh, you're never going to retire. And I... You know, hopefully not. I mean, hopefully I can take some more time off. But, no, I enjoy what I do. And what makes people happy in retirement is knowing that they're not going to run out of money. Seriously, and you you help people with that. All right, Dan White, Dan White and Associates, just Google them. And uh, give him a call at 888-690-8820. It's not going to charge you anything, just you know, go over your finances and give you some great advice. 888-690-8820. Thanks, Dan. Have a great day, Rick. Go Phils.